we are live. Welcome back to You Took It Too Far. Um, Nathaniel Miley and Charles Clark bringing you the content you've been searching for once again. Um, Chuck, how, how we doing? What's going on? What's new? Whether you're looking for us or not, we're in your ears right now. How about that? <laughs> we found you. We found, you found us. <laughs> hey, if you found us, and welcome. And uh, if you've just found your way back, we're still glad you're here. Uh, Charlie Clark here. Good to hear from you, buddy. Another week has passed. And uh, it's, it's good to be back with you, as always. This show is, and I say it every week, the highlight of my week, because it just gives me a chance to sit down. You know, they say reflection mm-hmm. is the better part of a champion. Mm-hmm. And this podcast is our reflectionary period of our week, where we're kind of just unraveling uh, our emotional baggage onto each other. And, um, and it produces comedy, but it also takes weight off our shoulders. It's a little bit of therapy, a little bit of therapy that you guys yeah, can laugh at. Exactly. It, well, therapy's funny, you know, yeah. unless it's like a death <laughs> thing, I guess. Unless, unless know, it's, death can be funny too, you know. Unless it's really fucking sad and traumatic. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, man, that's where you find the funniest moments. Yeah, yeah. What, what's, the, what's the saying? Comedy equals uh tragedy plus or comedy equals tragedy plus time yeah yeah and boy have i had a lot of tragedy and trauma <laughs> not enough time just give it a couple of years and maybe i'll laugh all right <laughs> maybe one of these days i'll be funny i'll tell you what looked funny is when i was coming out of work today okay thought popped into my head when i saw somebody i'm next to the guy on in the you know it's a two two uh two lane turn lane you know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah, yeah two lanes right next to each other going in the same direction pulls up like vroom vroom so i look over and it's a a full-grown man on a big green motorcycle like, nice like lime green nice very cute no helmet well cigarette hanging out of his mouth just but, puffing away all the smoke you know puffing blowing yeah. in the wind and all i could think was wouldn't it be so much cheaper to just yeah that's gone that's gone that went in a worse direction than i thought <laughs> I, I for some i thought that was going to be funnier it was a good it was it's, a good joke it was a good joke but the, ba- the, the banter killed it the banter <laughs> killed the joke the joke was almost too far so talking about it more on top of it mm-hmm. made it too far yeah the, the riffing the riffing took it too the far. riffing took it too far yeah the joke was like right to you, to, you know, teetering over the line, and then yeah. just adding. And on then to, we kick, we kick the chair right over yeah. the line. Yeah. So I worked the lunch shift today, right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to ask you if you if you've encountered the same issues that I'm having, because I'm not exactly sure with your job description. Are you doing a lot of customer service voice? This is a term I think with people our age. Am I wrong? Yeah. No, for, for sure. For where it's sure. like, I mean, it's a joke online. The whole thing where they're talking about my customer service voice is so much different, you know, it from is. my actual voice. It is. I mean, not, 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 not as of recent. I have had to do it, but some of my my old sites that I, I worked at, I was, you know, when I was dealing with with the the general public, I was doing a lot of customer service voice. You know, where you you, you pick up the octave a little bit. Yep. You, you start to you you sound overtly friendly like you're you're trying to save the day or trying to be a great person to everybody when on the inside it's slowly killing you <laughs> right it just takes away your soul every time you bring out that voice doesn't it, it? is fucking demoralizing <laughs> it, it just nicks away at it like a like a prisoner with a with a dull knife <laughs> so I, I i guess my example of this today is because i have to do the same thing right when I'm on the floor, of course. You're doing it nonstop. Nonstop, bro. And it just gets so old because it's not the voice as much that gets me. It's what I have to say with that voice. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have to, in my normal life, you know, I would like to think I'm polite. Mm-hmm. But if I hear some dumb shit. Right. I'm probably going to say, well, uh, 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 actually, (laughs) Uh, not quite. Yeah. When I'm serving or when I'm, you know, managing whatever, and I'm dealing with with customers. 
the things I have to pretend aren't dumb or not logical. You have like to today, agree I'm waiting with a lot on, of bullshit too. Right. And I'm waiting on these two old women tonight, mm-hmm. uh, this, this morning. Yeah. And they're sitting on the patio and they're like, it's just lovely on the patio today. I'm like, yeah, of course, you know, making small talk that mm-hmm. I'm fine with. But then they're like, are you going to, uh, are you guys going to bring out your gas, uh, your gas lamps, your heaters for the patio for the fall and the winter? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't believe we don't, I'm almost positive. We don't have heaters because when I worked there last winter, they, there were no heaters on the patio. So yeah. I just assumed that this, it would be the same, right? Well, we closed the patio in the winter. Yeah. Too cold to eat outside. But it, I mean, what's the point? Just eat inside. That's- <laughs> Oh my God, with the eating outside with these people, what the hell do you want to eat outside for? It's nice out. What the hell does that have to do with your meal? Yeah, yeah. I'd rather, I'd much rather be air conditioned inside, but. That's ridiculous to me that people are so, and I mean, okay, like if, even if you're not opposed, like, yeah, we'll sit outside, mm-hmm. but like these people that are like diehard patio eaters, like yeah. it's a cult or something. Yeah, yeah, no. It's I... just like, just take a dining room table. Yeah. I mean, this this is a can of worms we don't need to fucking because we'll, we'll rant about the outdoors all day if 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 one of us lets the other one do it. So that's let's, true. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, so my point is though, it's like I know we don't have heaters, mm-hmm. but even after I say that, they don't give up on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, I thought that you did. I think I remember. I don't know, maybe in the, the, the last century, Grandma, but I, no, from my knowledge, we don't have any heaters. I work here, therefore I know more than you about this workplace. Oh, I love it when people like tell me stuff about the restaurant Mm-mm. that I work at, like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. They're like, well, you guys have this or do this. And I'm like, look, you don't want to know what we do. <laughs> it will ruin your fucking day if I told you what we do here. <laughs> So take your drink, take your sandwich, and just shut the fuck up. Go back outside. <laughs> Go sit on the patio. <laughs> I, just, I guess that's like, but, you know, I don't, I can't say that. I can't do that. Yep. You know, I don't, where did this idea of the customer's always right? Where did that come from? This has been an expression in culture for, for the, forever, right? Where did the customer's all right always right sentiment come from because in my experience the customer is almost always wrong yeah, yeah. well almost uh, always yeah. very rarely is a customer proving me wrong yeah yeah i i mean granted i'm i'm more often the customer actually i'm almost always the customer so i i enjoy the perks of of uh, being being treated, you know, like like a king or, or like a like I'm above somebody while I'm being served. But man, when you, when you're on the opposite end, it is fucking, it, it's it's fucking terrible. It's just, I mean, the idea of telling somebody that that like that, telling someone that works somewhere yep. their information about their restaurant. Yeah, are you yep. out of your mind? <laughs> well, where do you work? Let me yeah, show up. Yeah. Let me head over to your place of business and tell you information or what you saw online. Mm-hmm. Let me read, let me get on your company website and then I'll make my way over and I'll start telling you shit about where you work. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I, I don't, I, I don't get it. I, I wouldn't do it to a, maybe, maybe I'm just different. Maybe I'm a decent human being in that. Right. But you just, you don't, you don't do it. <laughs> There's no reason to what, what, what does it benefit you? I've never been rude to a waiter before. Uh, I don't think I have either. I've been obnoxious in in restaurants before. Well, sure. You've <laughs> sat through it. You've had to put up with me before. I certainly have. Yeah. But uh, I'm never, I'm never, I'm more rude to the other people in the restaurant, not the workers, you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a story for another day. <laughs> That's a story for another day when the, the, the microphones are turned off and <laughs> and uh, we check the phone for taps. Um, no, I, did, I don't know, man. I just, I, I'm getting real tired of getting into this voice and, you know, listening to these people like I have any um, mm-hmm. care for any of them. 
Yeah, you are. You know? you're you're the middleman for their their meal or their drinks. You know, you're you're the one that, that sets it up. You give it to them. It doesn't need to be anything more than that. I I fully agree. That's all I'm saying. I get um my sim, similar. I, we we've touched on this before. You know, earlier episodes, but you know, my customer service voice or experience too ends up being a lot of just me agreeing with whatever somebody's saying right. when, they're, when they're just blatantly fucking wrong dude exactly um, i've had you know so some of the people that you know some of the places i've worked each person in that that facility thinks i have different opinions there's some people that think i believe in god there's some people that think i don't there's some people that think I'm a Republican. There's some people that think I'm a Democrat. There's some people that think I, I care about them. There's some people that know that I don't. And it's, <laughs> I'm always just going to agree because I don't, it's not my job to fucking have a debate or, or a conversation other than, yep, uh-huh. That's honestly the easiest thing to do. I don't go that route with my coworkers. Right. I mean, that's different. You can. But with the, but with the people. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Like, well, I, I, what am I saying? No, I don't do that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I try, but I, when someone's wrong, I do correct them. Yeah. No, I just let them. I just like, oh yeah, that's. I did, I think I did hear that too. Yep. Uh huh. Like I when just, they're wrong about the menu or the food or something. That's different when they're correct. I guess that's where our, our jobs kind of differ. Like, listen. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this is the way that it is. I'm sorry, but yeah. I hate to I hate to be the one to tell you this, but you're you're stupid. <laughs> You know, that's another thing that I do when I'm working that I rarely do in my personal life. I don't apologize very often because I think apologies are meant to be reserved for moments of actual transgression, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That way the apology carries weight. Yeah. If yep. you're just throwing out sorries willy-nilly when yep. you actually need to apologize to someone, you're, you know, you're crying wolf. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, unless I really fuck something up, I'm probably just going to be like, Hey, you know, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> like, let me help. But you know, yeah. I can, if I can do anything, but I don't really, <laughs> just, just, so, just so you guys know, it's not on me. I didn't do this. So I'm not going to take ownership of it. You can be mad at them, but let me help you out. Well, I'll get into that in a second. Cause when you are a waiter, mm-hmm. that's all you do is yeah. kiss ass. Why? Yeah. <laughs> Like, if you forgot to ring in somebody's drinks, you don't say, hey, I forgot to ring in your drinks. Yeah. Here they are way after you wanted them. Yep. You go up and you're like, I'm like, I am so sorry, but the bar is just a little backed up right now because mm-hmm. we had a lot of people walking at the same time, whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> so your drinks took too long. I'm sorry. That's my yeah. move. I never apologize in my life, but when I'm Push serving... Blame. Yeah, it's all sorry, sorry. I just yeah. hit him with a dozen sorries, man. Yeah, like I'll just be like, I'm sorry about that. Oh, I'm so sorry. Wait, what can I do? Oh, sorry, you hear that? Yeah, I get in my work workspace. Uh, I get that from uh, from our, our schedulers and, and dispatchers. They're pretty much the servers of that kind of that kind of realm, which is, you know, oh fuck, I forgot to get coverage for this person or this site later. Let me call the person who's going to have to work a 16 hour shift and, and lie to them and say, oh, my gosh, they just called off. I'm so sorry to lay this on you. <laughs> like, you, right. You, you never just, take the ownership. No, no reason to. <laughs> There's no reason to. It's not going to change anything. Yeah. You know? it's, just, it's going to make your life a little worse if you if you. Take right. Ownership. It's only going to make things worse. I mean, like sometimes, though, if it's something small, I will. Yeah. Because like, okay, so like today. Then it's like, oh, our our waiter's so honest and upfront with us. Right. That's really nice of him to be open about that. Exactly. If it's over something small that doesn't really matter. Like uh, sometimes I'll forget to bring out an extra dressing or something that they explicitly asked for. Yeah. And then as soon as I put everything down, I'll realize that I forgot it. And then I'll be like, I forgot your dressing. Mm -hmm. Let me go run it back and grab it. Can I grab anything else? Yeah. while i'm going to get it and then if someone says something i just get it all or you know if it's no then i run and just get the dressing real quick that's yeah. like a, i'll take ownership for that but if i took their appetizer and their entrees at the same time but then forgot to ring in their entrees and an appropriate 
right. interval from their appetizer. I'm not going to say, hey, so we're actually, I'm not going to, a lot of the time, if you want to be truthful, you have to explain restaurant procedure that they don't understand to them. Right. So what I usually do is just blame someone that's not around. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody who's not near shot could take the guilt. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if the food, if I forget to ring something in like that, I'm not running back there and being like, so actually the rule of thumb for the restaurant is we wait 10 minutes in between appetizers and entrees, but I got busy with table 42 outside because, well, they're assholes (laughs) and, and, um, it's actually been 27 minutes and I haven't even rang your food in folks. It's going to be a while. <laughs> I honestly might like really appreciate that. Just, for <laughs> just brutally honest. <laughs> Those guys back there are so backed up from so many other orders. You've already been sitting here with cold pretzel bites for 45. So I don't know. Do you want a check or a box or, or another drink or what? Do the math. You're not going to eat for another hour and a half. <laughs> And I didn't forget about any of my other tables, just you for some reason. <laughs> so they're all happy. Look at them smiling. You, you see these three other tables around you. Those are also my tables. So you're going to watch them eat and drink and laugh <laughs> and have a good time and light the cigarette and put it right out and leave before you even see a morsel of your dinner. <laughs> so if you're prepared for that, then you're more than welcome to stay in the booth. <laughs> oh my god yeah an honest yeah maybe a little too honest but yeah what i actually say (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) i don't know what those guys are doing back there (laughs) unbelievable these guys man it's it's i like all the guys in the kitchen that are working but i'll throw them right under the bus (laughs) and then go tell them i threw them under the bus (laughs) (laughs) because they don't care they don't see the people you know what i mean yeah they're like yeah whatever yeah fuck them (laughs) (laughs) so i'll just be like yeah i don't know what we got a couple i'll always lie about experience levels on the floor (laughs) (laughs) that guy making the salads third day i mean you know you got to cut him some slack right there's not one single person in here that has had a week over training um in the (laughs) restaurant right now so covid right (laughs) it's just me it's just me in here and this is only my third day (laughs) the pandemic all you have to do if i'm really in hot water with a table i'll drop a pandemic yeah yeah (laughs) well folks the reason that i am performing so poorly is pandemic Um, oh he's right you know that is happening god you know god bless him um Wow. So that that's really if if you run into trouble, you throw out a pandemic in there somewhere. You sw- if you, you squeeze one in, you know. Yeah, that's that's what I did with um with school for a while. Whenever I was like struggling with grades or something like past couple semesters, I would just email a professor and be like, This COVID's been really weighing on me, weighing on my spirit, you know. I'm I'm struggling, I'm getting behind, you know. This person has it, they're sick, they died. Um it's a lot for me right now. So, and then, uh, you know, I just, I get an extra week on the assignment. I'm like, fuck yeah. There you go. It's, you know, a little casual lying never hurt anyone except for the victims of it. <laughs> <laughs> but it probably don't matter that much if you are lying to them. So, <laughs> right. I mean, come on. Yeah. So that's, that's my, that's my main move is just a nice little casual lie that, that's about someone that's not around because it's just you know who does it hurt it doesn't hurt anybody because like if i blame the bar for slow drinks if i forgot to you know do something you know the the bartenders aren't you know they don't have to be like oh i'm so you know what i mean yeah and then if i blame the kitchen if i mess up something on the food those guys don't care they're back there they're they're getting paid whether the food goes out or not you know right right yeah the, the the weight to bear is is not on your shoulders just pass it's all it about you know that way i can move quicker well and, yeah and the the 
your 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 patrons don't want to be upset with you either. That's right. not good for anybody. We got to stay on the same side. Yeah. I'll throw them right under the bus and be like, "I'm with you guys." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, your your money is literally in their hands. So right. Yeah, yeah ask us all day, but you know, to go back though, the, the customer service voice gets to be fucking. It gets right. to be old. It's it's I got, terrible. I got another example of this. Mm-hmm is when the like the fake out okay during lunches when you wait on old people because it's quieter in there you can hear the music louder than normal mm-hmm. so all the time i get old people to ask me if i can turn down the music technically we could turn down the music of course yeah. because we have the controls but there's like a literal marker that i mean it, there's a preset of how yeah exactly like, where the system's supposed to yeah be. keep it at this level so am I going to go mess with it and then turn it down and then have to turn it back up, blah, blah, blah. Or am no. I just going to say, let me check on that. But I think it's preset. Mm-hmm. And then just walk around the corner and be like, here's your diet <laughs> Coke. And the music stays as is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> All right, guys. Are y'all out there looking for some unique clothes for the summer or just looking to upgrade your wardrobe for an affordable price? Well, you can easily do both of these things at facadeapparel.store. Uh, with a new domain and new looks in the store from the newest collection, Flip, Facade Apparel is better than ever before. Uh, again, head on over to facadeapparel.store to shop the new collection, make a statement with some fresh new threads. And uh, I know that you can get 5% off when using code TOOFAR. At checkout, that's a uh, all caps T O O F A R at checkout on facadeapparel.store. All right, buckaroos. Do you like the feeling of cold hands and a warm drink? Of course not. That's why you have to head over to your old pal donpruitt.bandcamp.com and get yourself an official beer and wine koozie by Don Pruitt, the country and western music legend. Those Koozies are available in black, red, and camouflage for just $5. That's right. For 5 bucks, you can get a Don Proof Beer and Wine koozie. And I heard that they're now available in pink. So if you're into that, you've got pink and camouflage, two ends of the spectrum. Check it out. Check out his T-shirts as well and his CD, his new album, Your Old Pal, all available at youroldpaldonpruitt.bandcamp.com. So Chuck, I uh, I wanted to tell you about how I spent my day, my day yesterday. Go for uh, it. I got to spend it with uh with our good pal uh, Thomas Sleek Meek. Who? Um, good guy. Not for good reason. Um, it wasn't uh, something that we had planned. <laughs> it wasn't uh, another. Uh, wasn't another, a uh, candle, candle date. Another yeah. candle date. No, no, no. Um, I, I woke up a little later. I woke up probably at. 12 30 p.m um yesterday afternoon wow um decided to sleep in didn't need to go to my class that morning um so i i get it i wake up to a text from tom um detailing that he had a slight accident uh, <laughs> and that he, he he cut himself pretty good um and uh i i thought he was just fucking around the, actually, let me read you the text message that he sent me because it's it's fucking gold. Um, but anyway, Tom had a little bit of an incident, and he texts me and says, uh, "Hey, so I just cut my thumb pretty bad down to the bone. Also, August Burns Red is a pretty good band." Um, and I was like, "Hold, stop! No, down to the bone." Yeah, I was like, "No, you don't get." To what are you say a rotisserie that. chicken? <laughs> you don't get to say that and then just jump into another conversation what happened um so he told me that he was washing dishes washing a a chef's knife that had a spot on it that he was really trying to get out you know or he was scrubbing it pretty good i guess and his knife that dirty i don't know what the fuck he does over there (laughs) I i don't know what goes on but he had a little whoopsie slipped cut his thumb pretty good i guess so uh I was like, all right, well, Tom, I have experience. I've I cut my thumb pretty bad once. 
I'm a stitches. clumsy ass as yeah. well. <laughs> I didn't get stitches in my thumb. Let's let's go. I'm gonna give you the Nate treatment how I took care of mine. So I drove over, picked him up, and uh, took him to to the store to get some supplies. You know, you know, clean it, um, gauze, band aids, what have you. I already have a problem with this. Like, we're not on the frontier. Just take him to a hospital. Well, I know he's the way I am, which is I don't fucking feel like going to the going and getting it taken care of. I'll I'll just figure it out myself. And I helped reinforce that idea because I had also done something similar when I hurt myself um, a little while ago. So we got all that shit and we're we're leaving. We're leaving the store. And, you know, he's he's got himself wrapped up pretty good. Um, gauze, gauze, whatever, band-aids. Have three or four band-aids on there to two XL t-shirts, <laughs> rubber bands, tourniquet, <laughs> anything he could to, to slow the bleeding. So what we did after we left um, the store was um, we're heading back down Monroe Street. And uh, I looked at Tom and I was like, hey, so while we're out before we get at this, you wanna you wanna take a left on Secor and head up to uh, head up to Michigan to place our bets for the week. Oh and, my uh, god. <laughs> And he looked at me. Are and you said, serious? He looked at me and said, "Yeah, I was going to ask if we could do that while we're out." So, um, we had to. Uh, we took a short detour to go to Michigan real quick. Are you going to admit to illegal sports betting on the? It's on legal. The if it's legal since we went to Michigan and placed. But you're an Ohio resident. That doesn't mean anything. Nope. As long as you're in the state where it's allowed, it's all oh, good. Okay, fine. So completely legal, but we we took a little stop. Lose money on, bro. Placed, placed our bets, then then came back and went to uh, to Tom's apartment to to complete our operation. Um, so we got back, killed a little time, but it's fine. So probably at this point, Tom hurt himself. Lost a quart of blood. Yeah, Tom hurt himself probably two and a half hours, maybe three hours ago at this point. <laughs> but the time he gets to the hospital, he's going to need a transfusion. <laughs> well, he so removes the the band is like all right tom let's get at it you know we'll get you cleaned up i'll take care of you buddy you're being very brave um so he took off the bandages showed me the wound and i looked at it and i was like oh that doesn't look great you didn't take a look at it before all I, I assumed i could take his word on it that it wasn't that terrible did it, you I, see bone i didn't peel apart the meat but it looked like it was it was a. Oh. Uh, I mean, it Jesus, spanned across about almost him like his, he's a fillet. This is awful. Spanned across most of his thumb, like the width. Um, so I was like, all right, you know, rinse it out. And he did that and complained that it hurt because, you know, it's an open wound. No kidding. I tried to, to fix it up, but it just wouldn't stop bleeding, Chuck. So naturally, at that point, I decided to call my mother, who's an ER nurse, um, sent her a couple pictures to which she immediately said he needs to go get stitches. <laughs> she was like, it looks like it's been bleeding for three hours. What the, <laughs> what, the what the hell? And then, uh, it's been, it's hemorrhaging. He has gangrene. <laughs> he's, he's Yo, lose the hand. <laughs> so, you know, long story short, take Tom to the urgent care. He gets some stitches put in, um, and my mom was like, you know, he's, if I had to guess, he's going to need four stitches. And Tom, you know, by the time he gets out of urgent care, he looked at me and I was like, well, how'd it go? He said, yep, they put four stitches in it. I was like, well, wow. my mom knows her shit. Probably wow. should have, probably should have contacted her first before deciding to. Uh, that would have been my first call. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I probably would have <laughs> called my nurse before the bookie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> um. So then afterward, you know, since Tom was, a, he was very strong, very brave, proud of him. We went to Chick-fil-A to get, to get hey, dinner. Okay. He cut his thumb. You didn't get, he didn't get <laughs> blown up in the war. <laughs> Regardless, we got some food, you know, we each got our nugget meals with our, with our diet Coke with a splash of Dr. Pepper in it. And then, uh, made our way back to back to Tom's place and enjoyed some, some delicious uh, Chick-fil-A while he recovered. At this point, it's like, he, we didn't get to urgent care until like five o'clock. Right? Oh <laughs> he, he cut himself at 1230 PM. Him floating through the hallways that with that less of bloody people think he's haunted. It's a ghost. 
turned from a skeleton to a ghost. But either way, we got uh, we got our food. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Wonderful day, though. And I'll tell you, I mean, Tom made that discovery on the Dr. Pepper Diet Coke combination. Absolutely delicious. What for? Just drink the pop and move on. I don't know, man. He texted me. Another text I got from him the other day was, I've discovered something amazing. And I thought he was going to tell me something revolutionary. No, he told me that Dr. Pepper mixed with Diet Coke is fucking God tier. Um. But after tasting it myself, I implore everybody to go try it as well. Um, but that's that's the day I had with Tom. He hurt himself. We placed some bets. He got fixed, and we got Chick Fil A. All in that order. Got fixed. A labradoodle. <laughs> Your adjectives through this whole story have been like non-human. <laughs> he he also told me when he was in there. He said like the the nurses or whoever was fixing him up. He said they were like treating him like he was a child oh um, really why i don't know he said uh when they put the the lidocaine on or they they stitched him or whatever she was like oh you're doing very well you're doing very well and after afterwards she was like well you did great you didn't even cry that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> what did she she think he was eight years old like you were his dad the kid's seven feet tall he's he's a grown-ass man <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> But there is such a long distance in between Tom's thumb and his brain that he's not even going to know he's cut for another 45 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, uh, I'll send you a picture of his his wound later. I don't need to see that. I'm glad he's okay. Yeah, glad he's okay. Um, it's not gonna. It didn't get infected from you guys fucking around for so long. Did it? <laughs> we did spend a lot of time dicking off <laughs> with an open with the, the with the victim. Yeah, Tom's fucking leaking blood all over the inside of my car, and we're in Michigan, lollygagging, fucking burning some money. That's some of the shit I've ever heard in my life. Well, we had. I mean, it only made sense to do it then. We weren't going to do it after he got fixed because it just wouldn't have lined up you know with, with traffic and whatnot maybe just don't gamble that day <laughs> we could have did it because today. someone cut themselves and they needed to go to the doctor well you know you killed two birds with one stone all right <laughs> i'm glad tom didn't bleed out to loot you know die or anything he's gonna die over the fucking the the bucks and the i think it's a bucks and dolphins game or bucks and eagles game uh, but yeah Long day spent with him, but uh, definitely, definitely worth it, worth the content. I asked him on the way while we were driving to Michigan. I was like, hey, can I, can I make fun of you on the cast? Because <laughs> <laughs> since I'm, I'm carting you around, <laughs> he was like, yeah, go ahead. I don't care. <laughs> uh, that was my call to action. Objectively dumb. Go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> yeah, that was my call to action when he told me it was her. And I was like, content let's go (laughs) dude now you know my life i've always put myself in bad situations on purpose just for the material i was really putting tom in a bad situation for material to somebody else that's even better yeah save myself the 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 trouble (laughs) Um. speaking of content and what i consider content some might not but others might well uh shouts to uh rhiannon who texted me this weekend and mm-hmm. said she loved the skincare and cologne talk she loved it because <laughs> because you, you thought to uh to, to make it known that she put you on to uh, uh keels. keels keels yeah that's fair but you know, we, yeah. we do have a female listenership, you know, it doesn't yeah. hurt to dip into the to the um, stereotypically feminine um, discussion points. It probably w- and, you know, keeping that in mind, it probably wasn't the greatest idea for me to follow up the uh, the Keels conversation with me referring to to putting it on my my genital area for the razor <laughs> burn. <laughs> Probably, yeah, probably lost a few there. Uh, <laughs> X-nay on the dick talk, por favor. <laughs> um, but I got 
uh, last week I was talking about, we were talking about cologne. I said, I was getting back into cologne. I, I got a scent. I got a new cologne. Does it scream Charlie? I don't know what that would really smell like, (laughs) but, uh, I went into Macy's Mm -hmm. because I'm thinking fragrant, you know, for a fragrance, that's a good place to go. They got a large fragrance counter. Yeah. So I go up to the counter and this woman, good old fat, she was a little older. So she was like an old school salesperson. Yeah. yeah. You know, which I enjoy, you know, it's a little edge to her. Yeah. She knows her product and she's trying to sell me cologne. People our age and customer service roles nowadays, they're like, yeah, just let me know if you need anything. (laughs) No, you let me know what I need. Right, right. You know, please, uh, this, please make me buy something expensive, please (laughs) convince me and I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do what you say. I'm stupid like that. I don't have the money, but I'll find it for you. (laughs) (laughs) Just convince me. I need this. Sell me this pen. I want to need it. Yeah. (laughs) But you got to put in a little work for me. (laughs) Right. So that's what this woman did. I was like, I said, I think I'm looking for a new cologne. And she was like, oh, okay, great. Mm-hmm. So she starts pulling out all the popular colognes and lay them out on the, on the counter. Mm-hmm. She lays them out and then she puts little fragrance sticks in front of each bottle. And then she starts spraying each cologne on each fragrance stick. Yeah, give you a little taste. So I could go from fragrance to fragrance and this woman was classy. She was like, I'm sorry. I don't have the coffee beans for you. Co- coffee and, beans. And I was like, coffee beans. Mm-hmm. But see, this is also a trick of mine. I don't like to look like I don't know stuff. Yeah, because so, you don't get taken advantage of. I never go like, when, in my head, I went, coffee beans. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't say coffee beans. Yeah. Like, oh, that's I just, okay. <laughs> I just said, yep, that's exactly yeah. <laughs> what I did. I was like, no problem. I get it, you know. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, with COVID, you know. She, mm-hmm. she was she, like. She pulled the pandemic card She pulled on. the pandemic. <laughs> she didn't feel like getting the coffee beans out. She she had the Folgers in the break room, so she didn't really feel like going to get it over Columbus. <laughs> um, exactly. So that's exactly what she did. And... <laughs> I was like, no, no problem. And she, but apparently kind of like when you're tasting things, you do it like a, a neutralizer. Mm-hmm. A little palate cleanser. Palate cleanser. Exactly. The uh, coffee beans act as a nasal cleanser, if you will. Okay. So when you don't clog, you don't right. mix you don't scent. Mix, yeah. yeah. But, you know, I took my time in between sniffs. I think I got a pretty good picture of the colognes that were set up in front of me. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, you know smell all these whatever ones you want and then narrow it down to two and then spray a spritz of each on opposite wrists okay that way you know how it smells on you because you know cologne smells different on different people based off their own natural pheromones i fucking would never know that unless you told me right now so because people release natural hormones you know pheromones yes so when that meant like when that mixes with the scent okay it produces a different smell if we were put on the same cologne it would come off different i smell like skin yeah you stink no dude skin don't stink but go ahead <laughs> i'm proud to say that i smell like jimmy choo that's All what right. i went with okay. jimmy choo blue it's their men's cologne line mm-hmm. yeah. wonderful scent fresh but masculine. I don't know if there's any tie-in to popular culture. She did tell me that the Jimmy Choo line was popular right now. And she was like, you can't go wrong. She had Jimmy Choo, mm-hmm. Coach, and Mont Blanc. Do you know Mont Blanc? Uh, I don't, but I know Coach. They make pens. Oh. Like the very expensive pens but then they dip their toes into other luxurious accessories such as cologne bags you know huh. but it's their their main thing is like their pens are like hundreds of dollars it's an interesting way to brand i've always wanted one but that she was like got the mont blanc jimmy Choo, can't go wrong so i i, I kind of narrowed in on this jimmy Choo. 
Mm -hmm. And uh, that's what I went with. So I'm rocking a new cologne. Feels great. It's nice to have a good, good scent coming off you. Well, look good, smell good, feel good. Sure. Sure. Um, Most of the time. You know, I'm still rocking with uh, the Dove for Men deodorant. (laughs) That's my scent. That's your scent? Yeah. That doesn't give off a scent. People don't smell your deodorant. Well, I mean, it's a scent. I mean, well, then my skin smells like a fucking women's body wash. So that's the <laughs> scent I give off. <laughs> my my uh, my body smells like whatever the hell my girlfriend buys at Target. <laughs> <laughs> I smell like like apple blossom and lavender most days. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just from sleeping too close to my candles. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and sweet as a snickerdoodle today. <laughs> I could see you just dipping a little, dipping a little finger into the hot wax of the candle and just giving that a rub on your chest. Yeah, that's usually for for sexual purposes, not quite oh. for. <laughs> <laughs> I like the burn, and it smells nice. What can't go wrong? <laughs> so I got to use I that. Like Keels. the burn, and it smells nice. <laughs> oh my god! What a line. But uh, I'm happy that you finally smell nice, Charlie. Um, finally, I've always <laughs> smelled great. I know I've always enjoyed enjoyed your scent. Um, you're one of my favorites out of the Frank group for sure. Smell wise, yeah, yeah. Actually, I think you not overall, the- just smell wise. Yeah, <laughs> you smell you're my great. least favorite personality, <laughs> best smeller. Your smell makes up for it, though. <laughs> I got to give out many categories so everybody's a favorite in some right, but personality, mm, but you smell fucking fantastic, Charlie. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. I only like to get it close enough to you to sniff. That's just <laughs> not emotional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I typically just go with the traditional, uh, um, like a vanilla oil, just kind of spritz myself with that or like an olive oil. Uh, olive oil. <laughs> Spritzing with olive oil? <laughs> I wonder if there's any like you're uh, a human being, not rye bread. <laughs> I wonder if there's any uh any anything you could use like that as a as a way to, to incentivize yourself. Uh, sort of- no, that's that was a thing back in the back in the old old days. Women would wear vanilla. Do you remember when we were in like in high school and like in the weight room and everybody's like early in the morning and it just fucking smells like onions in the fucking oh, it smells like a burger king kitchen in the fucking <laughs> the weight room I've oh always, it was awful bro i've always I've just associated the smell of onions with like fucking sweaty man so that's usually my go-to for describing a disgusting smell we'd be in there at five o'clock in the morning no one showered obviously nope, just nope. just and then just working up a sweat yeah <laughs> remember it'd be like the middle of winter and we have to run around the parking lot in the freezing cold yeah and the iced over parking lot the try not to over slip parking. and fucking break your neck <laughs> we did like the stupidest shit my god my favorite part was watching i mean we we've been over this but just like the gross shit in the showers <laughs> do you remember when i got yelled at for jumping rope <laughs> Yes, <laughs> the rope was way too short. Yeah, and Every- I literally, I, the, I, we had to jump rope like as part of like a cardio, like mm-hmm. uh, what do you call that, uh, rotation or something. Yeah, yeah. So he would just be having us jump rope, and, and we'd have to run and grab the rope, and all the tall ropes were taken, and it's <laughs> there is no stopping and explaining. Which I always that was I think my least favorite thing about football is was like yeah. like well, we'll just go with it. Why? Why can't we just stop? We're not. We're on our own time here. Why yeah. can't we just stop and make things make sense? Yeah, there's no question and answer process. It no. is it is it is demand and and no explanation. So dumb. I always hated that. But <laughs> I grab I just grabbed the jump rope because I had to in the moment. Mm-hmm. And it was one of the tiny fucking ropes. Yeah, it was one of the short people ropes. <laughs> so I'm trying to jump with it. Like what I have to like, like and I was never up. good at jumping rope. But yeah, I'd have to like, I was like curled over. Damn near in the fetal position trying to <laughs> jump over this fucking tiny rope. <laughs> and I kept on obviously not jumping, yeah. you know, not tripping up on it. Yeah. So I got screamed at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that shit. I remember just like, you remember when Kyle 
cheated on his reps count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, I don't even think he did. Money. I just think coach miscounted. I don't even think he cheated because I think we were the one spotting him. I don't even think he missed a rep. <laughs> oh, dude, I cheat. I cheated every rep I could. <laughs> you just. Yeah. You don't start that set until the coach's back's turned to you. Yeah, and then once I start, I go, I start at four. Yeah. <laughs> and then work your way down to zero. Four, three, two. All right, that feels good. That feels good. All right. Who's up? Who's up? We get that wiped off for you. Rough. I didn't know I was going to get it up. I'm glad you guys are here. All right. I am really breaking a sweat today. <laughs> I didn't splash my head in the fountain or anything. Um, Oh, what a ridiculous time in my life that I regret to this day. Um, I got to get back into it, into the gym. Oh, not working out, but just football. Like today, mm-hmm. you know, I played a, I played in a golf outing last weekend. Mm-hmm. And then I walk a lot for my job. And I think I pulled my ankle or tweaked it a little bit playing golf. Yeah. So like today, I'm practically fucking limping around work. <laughs> because <laughs> I hurt my ankle playing football for no reason in mm-hmm. high school. Yeah, yeah. So now I got a bum ankle. I had to load up on naproxen after I got home. Yeah, I've got like a, a geriatric. I've got bad wrists, bad back. I've still got a rib that's not quite in, in the right position. Um, but you know, it happens. It shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> the CT is probably gonna kill me in 23 years. Yeah, if you're um, lucky. <laughs> So Chuck, I shot some guns the other day. Um, had a, safely, I hope. As safe as I can be with a gun in my hands. Okay. <laughs> Which I, you know, maybe that you should never one in your hand ever. But no, I followed protocol for the most part. But um, had a group of us that, that for the uh, most part. <laughs> yeah, know. see, they just don't want you walking around with the safety off. So well, I here's the thing: is uh, some of the I guess a lot of the pistols they're they're made that don't have this is gonna this is gonna probably bother you to know but a lot of pistols don't have safeties. Jesus. Okay. Great. Yeah. So just you know, point aim shoot. No. No. Yeah. Uh, no second chance. Right. No. <laughs> no second chance before making a life life altering decision. Yeah. Um, Perfect. I mean the the one that we shot there the safety is um is on the the back side of the handle. Um, it's like a squeeze safety. So once you compress it, then it'll shoot, but otherwise the trigger won't pull. So that one is nice, but let me just say though, let me just cut back for a second and say that the the safety on the other end of that argument, the safety is not doing anything to stop the shooting. You know what I mean? Like, like, it's not like that little click of a side button with the finger before you blow somebody away. Right. That's not going to make you stop and think you should almost (laughs) have to like, do a click on a terms and conditions box before your gun will fire. Like you have to like, before you want to shoot somebody, you should have to like get on your iPhone mm-hmm. and see like, Oh gee. Okay. Oh, I got to put in a code for my messages. Oh, oh God. Damn it. <laughs> okay. Terms and conditions for ending another human life. Okay. It's one of the ones where you have to scroll through. (laughs) I'm not reading that. (laughs) You know, but you know, some of them that you have to scroll all the way to the bottom before the, the, it'll highlight so you can click on it. So you just do that a two finger real quick Mm -hmm. just to get down to the bottom. And then you go, Oh, okay. Yep. Yep. Still want to kill him. (laughs) (laughs) That's a safety. (laughs) Um. Yeah, I mean, they we shot a lot of guns though. We went to the went to Towers Armory. Um, um, our buddy, I say R because I am referencing myself and and a friend of the cast, Logan. Our buddy Bryce is getting uh, married soon, so a little bachelor party. He man man likes to shoot guns, and uh, so that was first stop. Doing what he likes, that's what's important. Yeah, and I mean, something something's really really stress relieving about going to a, a range and and just the adrenaline that you get when you when you hear the loud bang and feel the the recoil and um it's awesome but i enjoy shooting at a range i've shot guns before i've never been to a range but i've shot, shot know, shotguns it's goddamn good time playing with uh playing with firearms 
I do find it weird that guns are like a not a tourist, but like a like a venue for entertainment. You know, it's like it's like <laughs> you're going to shoot like a very serious, you know, like handle a very serious weapon, a very dangerous thing. And they're mm-hmm. practically selling, you know, hot dogs and draft beers out of there while you shoot guns and shit. It is so weird. Nice. I don't know. The, I Can you drink it. while you're there? They got beers. <laughs> no beer. <laughs> No beer, just whiskey. <laughs> it's a man's thing. <laughs> um, but uh, it was it was cool that you, you pay you pay a little bit of money, but they have like a whole rental. Mind me section. asking what the like what the price thing like how do how do the prices work? So what like, I what do you mean rent a gun? Like you got to rent it for by the hour or something? So what I did, I didn't even pay attention to how that was. I, I saw they had a special, which quote unquote special, but. Um, it was unlimited off of their their wall of of weapons, um, unlimited rental for rifles and pistols. It was like fifty bucks, um, and you can you get unlimited range time. You can swap out any rifle or pistol you want that they have in the in their their rental on the rental wall or whatever. So I was like, that's a good deal. But the 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 kicker was how much ammo costs. Oh, Which you have to pay you, for the ammo? Yeah, if you're going to use rental guns, you have to use their ammo. So that's where they make their money. And ammo prices are ridiculous anywhere. How um, much is bullets? I didn't even didn't even look. I just no. told them fucking put it all together and I stuck my card in the machine. <laughs> oh, that's God. Sometimes you got to do that, right? Where you're just like, "Oh, here we go." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was I was getting ready to pay and he was like, "All right, your total is, you know, this much." And I was like, Oh God, stuck it in and immediately fucking was like, uh, transfer from savings to checking. <laughs> you ever do a sigh? You know, it's bad when you do a sigh before the card goes in the chip reader. Yeah. You're like, uh. Fuck, okay. like you're bracing for impact. Yeah. And I, I know it's going to hurt, but just like that, kind of like a wince of pain before you do the swipe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to cost me, but Damn good time, regardless. I'm glad I uh, got to spend some time with the boys, shoot some some loud bang bangs, and uh, I found out I can hit a target from 130 feet with a with a pistol, which is wow, which is not not a terrible shot. Um, but I don't really know how that corresponds. But like, how far could that pistol shoot? Um, how far I mean, are you from the maximum distance of that range? It was all the way at the end. I don't know what the max distance is, like how far the, the bullet will travel, but I know aiming is, is not easy the farther the target goes. So, No kidding. Um, it's about it's 43, 44 yards, so less That's than half a football far. field. Far for the pistol shot. But Yeah. Um, we, we were smart, and we didn't get inebriated until after we, we shot the guns. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that you – yeah, should we rolled up to this gun range just reeking a booze. <laughs> I put my card in. We were shooting guns. Next thing I know. <laughs> when I came to, I had a Glock in my hand. All right, should we wrap up the show? Yeah, yeah. See you.